Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. I love it. I hope you had a, a fantastic week. I had a great week. And I kind of just want to get into the word this morning. The title of my message is Faith Is. And I was going to share around Psalm 46, but I think Noosa did such a beautiful job meeting leading this morning and taking us you know, deeper into God, and I think a, a great minister does that. So you yeah. are magnificent, Lewis and Russell. Just, just absolutely brilliant. If you don't know, Russell and Sue were pastors for well over 40 years, running churches and, and looking after other pastors and, and just impacting, you know, this nation for Christ. And I, I want to challenge us this morning. If I can challenge us, and I feel that's my job to do, is let's turn on faith. Let's be men and women of faith. Let's step out in faith and live beyond the norm. Yeah. And, you know, it says in 1 Corinthians 4.20, this is one of my most favorite scriptures. It says, the kingdom of God is not in word and deed only, but in power. Yeah. Kingdom of God is not in word and not in just in what I do and not in just what I say, but there is a power available. Yeah. For my life and your life. Yeah. It says it in Ephesians. It says the same power that God worked in Jesus Christ when he raised him from the dead is at work in you. Yeah. There is a power at work in your life that you may not understand. You may not be able to comprehend. You may not have even realized. But there is, God is working. It says in Isaiah 64, God works for those that wait for him. Yeah. He meets with those who are. There is a power available to each and every one of us. We're a part of a powerful kingdom. Yeah. We don't live subservient and, and subjected to life and society and circumstance. We are a part of a powerful kingdom. Yeah. And, I, and I love what Russell was saying. God's real. The devil's real. This is what my dad taught me when I was a young kid. Uh, God's real. The devil's real. But God's more powerful, so don't worry about the devil. <laughs> and to a young kid's mind, that's all I need to know. Yeah. The devil's real, but God's more powerful. Don't worry. And I literally walk into his bedroom and there was Satanists. We lived next to a school and there was Satanists in a field in the school and they were doing whatever they were doing to conjure up spirits and literally flames would come up out of the ground, 40 foot in the air, green flames. And he'd go, watch this. And he was a, a charismatic Catholic, spirit-filled Catholic. So he, this is like 2 in the morning and I didn't know why I couldn't sleep so I'd get up and walk into mum and dad's room, one of seven kids. I was like, well, he was here now. And so I'd go in. And he'd start praying in tongues and the flames would stop. And he goes, and then he'd stop praying, that's that doing what they do, and the flames would come up out of the ground again. And whether whatever they were doing, I, I I'm not a part of that society, I don't know what they were doing, they would he would say, Watch this. And it was like, I just got this understand there is power. Yeah. We're we're a part of a spiritual world. We may inhabit a, an earthly tent, but, but the the spirit realm is is real. And I want to ask us a question, because I had a conversation this week that changed me. But what did you do this week to spiritually shift atmospheres? Did you do anything to spiritually shift atmospheres? Let me, let me ask it another way. What atmospheres did you shift this week because of the power you possess? Did you ride out the storm or did you speak to the storm? Did you accept the accusation or did you rebuke it? Did you, did you accept the label or did you just say, no, I'm on Christ. I know who I am. I know what I'm labelled by. I know what I'm covered with. Did you shift atmospheres? And if you didn't next week, I charge you to speak to your circumstances, to speak to your storms, to rise up with the power that is available to you. Otherwise, we're walking around just being dominated by the devil. 
It's time for the church to rise in power. It's time to rise in faith and say, you know what, I'm going to start speaking to my story. What did Jesus do? All the disciples were freaking out. They were in the boat. These were seasoned fishermen. These were guys that understood. They were on the water all the time. I don't know if you've ever been. I've been out in big seas and big waves, and, and I was freaking out, but the captain wasn't. But these guys were freaking out, and Jesus was asleep. But then Jesus got up to quietly still because he knew he wasn't subject to the storm, that the storm had to, to, to obey whatever he said. I want to encourage you to exercise your authority in life. I want to, with your finances, with your health, with your relationship, with your circumstances, whatever is going on in your world that's causing you anxiety or pain or fear or any other, I want you to speak to it this week. Yeah. Amen? Yes, Pastor. Good preaching. Speak to your storm. I love what Paul said in 1 Corinthians 2. He said, brothers, when I came to you, I didn't come to you with the excellence of speech, the wisdom of man declaring the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I was with you in weakness, in fear, in trembling. My speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in the demonstration of the spirit and of power. That your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. When I came to you, I didn't try and persuade you. I didn't try to coerce you. I didn't try to entertain you. I wanted to show you. There is a power available to you in life, and you can you can use that power. That power is for you, but it's also for others. What you freely received, you can freely give. Just, just keep getting the power of God upon your life and release it. The only way we get a hold of the power is to step into faith and say, God, I'm so trusting you. I'm so reliant on you that I know in and of myself, I don't have what I need to get through what I'm facing, but you can it's the, it's the but of God moment in life. And I've got stories from all over the globe of lives that have been transformed under the power of God. And I've got no qualifications for it. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a physician. I'm, I, but I've, I've seen two dead people come back to life. I've seen people with stage four cancer healed, people with arthritis in every joint of their body healed, people that have fallen off a 40-meter cliff, broken every bone from the base of their spine down to their ankles, healed in a moment. I, I could spend the entire service just talking to you about lives that have been drinking, about people that had snapped their cervical spine and got out of a wheelchair after seven years, wow. six and a half of those years being in hospital. I could, but, but the thing that attracts it, the thing that, that activates the power of God in our lives is faith. Your first and last line of defense against the enemy that hates you and wants to kill you because you look like Jesus in you. You're made in the image of God, filled with the Spirit of God, called to the purpose of He hates your guts. But I'm a nice person. Why would He hate me? I, I help people. He hates you because you look like God in the earth. Let's live like God in the earth. Let's live powerful. Let's live thinking like he thinks. Let's live looking like he looks so that we can change life. We can change society. My son's 20-year-old friend took his life this week. I, I, don't, I, I want to shift atmospheres, not just accept circumstances. I don't want to just acquiesce to what's going on around me in life. I want to start speaking life. Your name is light. Your name is hope. Your name is life. I, let, let's be carriers of that name. Let's be carriers of that power. Let's release it to every single person we meet. Small actions, big actions, just in obedience. Someone this week 
they called me over to their house and they blessed me. They blessed me with the conversation we had. And it challenged me to live bigger and to see further. And I felt like, you know, I, I felt like I got pulled back 15 years, 20 years to when there was more fervency and more joy and more passion. Let's go. That's great. Yeah. That was one moment. They spoke life. They shifted an atmosphere in me that I didn't even know was in me. Because sometimes we just settle and we accept life. But the the Bible says the way of the righteous winds upwards, even to a better day. That that if we wait upon the Lord, we'll renew our strength, we'll rise up on wings as eagles, run and not grow weary, walk and will not faint. Galatians says do not grow weary in doing good. Don't, let's not grow weary in doing good. Let's not settle. Let's not, what does it say? That, that those that have put their hand to the plow and, and take it off again aren't fit for the kingdom. We're not of those that step back. We're of those that press forward. Yeah. I want to be a church. Like, this Christmas initiative is magnificent. Yeah. And it's the smallest of things that has the biggest of results. Yeah. And it's sowing seeds in our community. Of, the church loves you. God loves you. People are for you. Don't give up. Don't give in. Keep going. Let's go. And I'm feeling a stirring, and I'm excited for what God is going to do in the future. Amen? Amen. You know, the Bible says we fight not flesh and blood, but principalities and powers. The devil's real, but God's more powerful. Greatest weapon we have is faith. Mark 11.22 says, have faith in God. Have, what else does it say? No, just that, have faith in God. Yeah. No, no, yeah, but what's, what was added on to that? What was with, no, have faith in God. Not self, not others, yeah. not upbringing, not yeah. intellect, not inheritance, not self. Have faith in God. Can I encourage you? You need faith more than you need, no, you need faith. Yeah. And you need faith today. And we all carry the same spirit of faith in seed form. It just has to be activated. We have to do something with the faith. That's, but you say, where's that? In, in 2 Corinthians 4.13, it says we have the same spirit of faith. Each of us has in seed form a spirit of faith on the end that we just have to activate and work and, and, and bring to life. And, and I want to encourage you, stir yourself in your most holy faith. Stir yourself this week in your faith. See things you haven't seen before. Do things you haven't done before. Let the Holy Spirit prompt you and step out in that problem. When it hurts, when it's inconvenient, when it costs you something, do it anyway and watch what God will do. I love it. Russell was saying, when we live obedient to God, he says, my promise is this. I'm going to throw open the windows of heaven over your life and pour out such blessing that there isn't room to contain it. Why don't you just test him in it? That's the one thing he says you can test me. Test me in this and see if I won't. Like, God is saying, I, I've got so much for you. There's so much I want to pour out. There's so much I want to do in your life. We are the only ones that limit God moving in our lives. We're the ones that put a cap and a ceiling over our lives, not God. God's trying his hardest to get that limitation off our life and say, you can live another way. You can live at a higher level. There can be, there can be more for you. Just let me do what I want to do. I want to bless you. That was the word this morning. Russell said it. The devil wants to kill you. God wants to bless you. That in a nutshell. If you take nothing else away today, God wants the devil wants to kill you. God wants to bless you. You can live blessed. Amen. And you know what? We've been doing this a little while now, and I just know that faith is the foundation of any successful Christian life. It's not religion. It's not theology. It's not. Just well, I'm going to church because I go to church and I was brought up going to church, so I'm going to get no, it's, it's living a life of faith. 
It lays a foundation that causes us to, to rise and to grow and to be strong in all that we do. And faith maximizes the potential on the inside of you. Faith causes you to be all that you were created to be. And it takes you into the supernatural zone. I love what it says in Romans 8.31. What then shall we say of these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Don't let that just be head knowledge. Let that be. Let, you know, it says trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding, in all your ways acknowledge Him, He will direct your paths. Let that become revelation in your soul. That will carry you through life. If God is for us, who can be against us? What can be against me? What can stop me? What can take me down? What can take me down? There is nothing. And in verse 35 it says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution, famine, nakedness, danger or the sword? No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. For I am sure that neither death nor life, angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers nor height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of Christ, the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. You know, there's nothing that can stop you encountering God today. There is nothing that can stop you being filled with love and joy and peace. Just go there by faith. Just take a hold of it and say, you know what, devil, not today. You can, you can lie to me another time. I'm, I'm going through. I'm getting over. I'm more than a conqueror because of him who loved me. Get a revelation today of how loved you are. Then the power of God will flow towards that because you will realize I am I am a child of God. I'm not subject to my circumstance. I don't have to live and just and ride out the storm. I can speak to the storm. Somebody here this morning needs to hear quiet, be still. Because yeah. there's voices and there's white noise and there's there's anguish on the inside because of everything that's good. Quiet, be still. Yeah. I, I, I don't know about you, I might be a little weird. I like it. I like the dark. I like walking around at night in the dark. When there's no noise and it's just still and it's and it's, I love that it's for me that's peaceful and it's like and it quiet be still somebody needs to have some righteous anger you know come stirred up on the inside of you and start speaking to your servant start calling your kids back into the family start calling them back into the house of God start telling your finances to line up start speaking to, you're not subject to the economy yeah. You're not, you're not subject to, to societal standards. You can live above. You're more than a conqueror through, through Christ Jesus. Ephesians 3.20, to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be the glory in the church by Christ Jesus. Can I, can I encourage you, church, let's give him some glory this week. Let's glorify God through the way that we live through the way that we speak, through the way that we obediently follow whatever he asks us to do. I was at the, I'm always at the cash register. I could probably, I could probably get paid for the amount of time I'm at Coles. I, I reckon if I just got a little badge, a little Coles badge and logged in, if I found out what the coaches were logged in, out the back, I'd start getting paid because I'm there that often. But as I went through the cash register, I felt like I saw this lady, a middle-aged lady beside me, kind of fumbling through a wallet trying to, trying to find coins or whatever. And I just said, add hers to mine. And I do this all the time. So the girl behind the counter, she just kind of smiles at me. And the lady goes, no, no. I said, it's okay, it's fine. And then the girl behind her said, tapped her on the shoulder, said, just let him pay for you. And then God said, pay for her as well. Oh. So I said, oh, I don't add hers as well. I haven't felt blessed this year. Oh. <laughs> 
I said, hey, for hers as well. I think, I think the lady behind her was like, maybe me too. Maybe, maybe, maybe me too. But it was the smallest of things. The girl behind was so blown away, but the lady was crying. I said, this is just a small thing. You just, you just need to know you're loved. And, and do you know, the smallest thing, but in, done in obedience. I felt like God said, pay for, for, pay for groceries, whatever. It's not a big thing. It's not a big, in the, in the scheme of things, and what God does for us and how he blesses out, it's not a big thing, but it was a big thing to her. We can make a difference. We can glorify God. We can, just by living it, and it's, it's better to give than to receive. That moment for me, I love it. I, I absolutely love the, the ability to bless somebody else. And I can only bless others because God so blesses us. But it, there's a flow that's created in that obedience and that letting God flow through your life. It's, it's awesome. And our faith in God positions us for his power to flow towards us. Your faith in God positions you for the power of God to flow towards you. And I love what Jeremiah said. He says, heal me, O Lord, and I'll be healed. Save me and I'll be saved, for you are my praise. His, his, his thoughts were, if you heal me, I'll be healed. I know who you are. You save me, I'll be saved. You're my praise. What's on my lips is the praise and glory of God. I know who you are. I know that I'm yours. And, and whatever you say goes. That's faith. That's, that's faith. I love what it says in Hebrews 11. It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. Faith is the substance. Faith, faith is something. It's not nothing. Faith can be held. You can, you can enter into faith. You can, you can let faith cloak you. That, that, that faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. For by it, the elders obtained a good testimony. Verse 6, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. Russ was talking about, we love Jesus. We want to, we want to please him. We want to, we want to live a life worthy. The only way to live a life that pleases God is to go to faith and say, I don't have all the answers, but I know you do. I know I can rely on you. I know I can trust in you. I, can, I know I can wait on you. For he comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. I love this. Now faith is. Faith is for now. You can't have faith for yesterday. You, you can believe for tomorrow, but it's not for tomorrow. You need faith now. Like you need faith right now. Not tomorrow. And you can't change yesterday. Faith is for now. And it's something that you can hold on to. And let, let me say it this way. If, if, if I've got a sore back, I go to the chiropractor now. I don't wait a year to go and get relief from my sore back. I go to the chiropractor. Go to God now. Faith is for now. Now, faith is. And the enemy wants you to think, I can only believe for tomorrow. I just got to get through today. I got to eke out an existence today. I got to, I got to make it through today. Stretch and make ends meet. But, but God says, I want to bless you. Yeah. The enemy wants to kill you. He wants to steal. He wants to rob. He wants to destroy. But I want to bless your life. Yeah. Let's walk blessed. Let's walk with the mindset of I'm favoured of heaven. I'm blessed of God. There is a power available to me. I don't have to live su live subject to my circumstance yeah. or what I'm going through. All my emotions. Don't trust your emotions. Your emotions lie. Your emotions are triggered by so many things, but the truth of the word of God is you are more than a conqueror, that you can rise above, that you can get beyond. When you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, don't stop walking. 
Just keep walking through. There can be hell to the left and hell to the right and storms swirling around you. Keep walking through. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. God's leading you through the storms of life. And guess what? The storms of life aren't for everybody. Every single one of us, man, woman, and child, face storms in life, but God is with you. What does his word say? I will never leave you nor forsake you. This is good news. This is the gospel. You know, what what atmospheres did you shift? I had Noah and all his buddies sitting around our our, um, island bench last night, and I knew Noah was preaching in a few weeks at at Hillsong. And I said, is anybody else here preaching? And one of the boys said, yeah, I'm preaching. I said, what are you preaching on? He said, I don't know. And he was genuine. I don't know. I said, well, tell me. And so I wanted to shift the atmosphere. I wanted to inject faith into them. I said, well, the Bible says that they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. I said, you've given your life to Christ, right? He goes, yeah. I said, so you're covered in the blood. He goes, yeah, I am. I said, well, what's your testimony? He goes, what do you mean? I said, it's powerful. God saved you and he's changed your life. What's happened? How have you been changed? What has God done in your life? Just tell everybody that. Tell God about, tell the church about the goodness of God in your life as a young man. Just reveal to others. You don't have to be smart. You don't have to be, you know, entertain and you don't have, just tell your story because it's powerful. I wanted to shift the atmosphere and go, you don't have to just just get through. Most people are just meandering through life. I didn't think I'd hit that curve. Oh, there's a speed hump. Oh, somebody's jaywalking. Oh, but they're meandering through life. And dodging this and dodging that. Let's walk on a clear path. Let's walk straight towards what God is calling us to. Let's wait on him and rise up on wings as eagles and see what we haven't seen before so we can do what we haven't done before. Amen? Come on. Let's look at what faith does. Faith locates the power of God. Power of God is available to each and every one of us, but your faith locates it. And faith sees I don't know if you've gone through a season in life where you feel like the walls are closing in and I'm in a, I'm in a capsule and I can't see, I can't see a way out, I can't see a way through. I don't know what to do, I don't know how to, I don't know what decisions to make, but faith sees. Yeah. God will show you, he's a revealer and a rewarder. He will show you what to do next when you go to faith, when you activate faith, switching it on on the inside of you. And, and you know what, we can sit down in our problems and they'll always be our problems. And they won't leave us, and they're not going away, and they're not dissipating. But when we stand up and say, you know what, I'm just going to fight. What does the Bible say? Fight the good fight of faith. It's a fight to be in faith. Because I can get through life in what I know. And I can seem to claw my way out of issues. God says, I want to carry you. I want to propel you. I want to draw you forward in life. Don't... Don't just eke out an existence. And you know what? I, I find like faith is like a heat-seeking missile. It, it finds the target. And, and, and God isn't moved by me. He's moved by faith. God doesn't move in your world because you're desperate. He doesn't move in your world because there's need. He moves because you went to faith and said, God, I, I, I'm calling on you now. I know you hear my prayers. I know you're the God that when I cry out to you, you hear my prayers and you answer my prayers. And, you know, I, I had this thought that what you see when your eyes are closed is more important than what you see when your eyes are open. That's faith. When you're in the middle of a storm, when you're challenged by life, when everything, all hell is being unleashed against you, close your eyes. 
say, God, show me all things that are working together for my good. God, show me the other side of this issue. God, show me the breakthrough that you're leading me into. I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. I do not change. God doesn't change. His nature doesn't change. The, the, the heart of blessing towards his kids does not change. His love for you does not change. He's, he's going to make a way. Amen? Yeah. Second thing is it activates a God response in our lives. And like I said, when we go to faith, God goes to action. It says this in Matthew 17, 20, Truly I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible with you. Pray. Prayer is an act of faith. And I encourage you to pray, 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 pray. Seek God. The Bible says if you seek him, you'll find him. When you seek for him with all your heart, if you want the power of God active in your life, pray. Cry out to a good and loving father. Amen. Third thing is it captivates the power of God. Guiding it towards the point of need in your world. And, and I was thinking, Kirk, this week, I, I was thinking that, Faith moves God like a tiny tugboat moves an ocean liner. Mustard seed side faith. Have you ever seen an ocean liner? I remember being in Auckland Harbour once in a hotel and this massive ocean liner was coming. I think it was a cruise liner. There was thousands of people on it. And this amazing big ship, it, it turns its engines off. And now it's just sitting in the middle of the, the harbour. But then these four little tugboats came and attached themselves to this massive ocean liner. They were tiny. I, it, you know, it, it's impossible. How could they move that boat? And the, and the four little tugboats just brought it into port safely and gently and, 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 and quicker than the boat would have done it under its own steam because it wouldn't have had the control it needed to. That's what our faith does. Our faith, at, at the mustard size seed faith, how much faith have you got? may not be much. It may only be a little. How much faith do you have? Just activate the faith that you have because the faith that you have will meet the needs that you face. Good preaching. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting myself excited. Yeah. There's this, you know, a statement that faith is given as a gift but taken hold of as a choice. God's given us the seeds of faith. God's blessed us. He says, I've blessed you with every spiritual blessing, but we have to take a hold of it. Can I encourage you this week? Take a hold of the blessing of God. Take a hold of freedom. Take a hold of joy. Take a hold of peace. Take a hold of provision. Take a hold of an open heaven over your world. Just walk into it. Step into it. Live different this week by choice. Make a choice. You know what? I'm not getting anxious this week. I'm not getting, you know, I'm not going to get worried. I'm not going to freak out. I'm not going to get angry. I'm not going to react. I'm not going to just make a choice. You are bigger than your emotions. Make a choice. I'm going to live according to the word of God, not what I feel, not what I think, and not what's being said to me. Amen? Yeah. Bible, the doctor says you're sick, but the Bible says you're healed. Yes. By his stripes, you are healed. You feel pain in your body, but the word of God says because of his pain, you can live pain-free. Your bank balance says you're broke, but God says you can prosper. How are you going to live? you got one life and one shot at this. How are you going to live? According to the truth and promises of God or according to your current circumstances? Because your current circumstances are about to change. They're going to shift. They're going to shift because you do certain things this week. Amen? I think faith is three distinct things. It's hope. I love that song. And hope is a positive anticipation of future good. Our God is a God of hope. He's a hope giver. He's a life bringer. He's a transformer. He's a restorer. 
He's a redeemer. That is who our God is. And I love what David said in Sunday. He said, I would have lost heart if I had not believed that I'd see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I would have lost heart if I had not believed. Choice. If I hadn't put my faith in God, if I hadn't taken a position and a stand, what's your position and stand going to be this week? Are you going to believe or are you going to be swayed? Are you going to get pushed around and buffeted by life? Are you going to go, you know, I believe. God, I believe. And I know it may seem insane. And I know I, I can't see how you're going to do what you're going to do. But God, I believe. That's where I'm going this week. And faith is, it's not the absence of problems. Faith sees beyond the problem and grasps the solution. That's hope. It, it sees beyond today. It sees beyond current. It sees beyond, and it grabs a hold of the solution. It's, it's, it's believing despite my circumstances. Seeing, but I love it. Romans 8 says, all things work together for good for those who love the Lord, who are called according to his purposes. Hebrews 6.19 6, says, the hope that we have is an anchor for our soul, both sure and steadfast. And like I shared before, Isaiah 64, God works for those that wait for him. Just, just, just etch out some time this week and wait for him. Let's see if this week doesn't look different to last week when you wait for him and you wait on him and then you walk with him and then you see him do God things in your life. I don't know about you. I want to see some more God things. I want to see some miracles. I want to see some more healing, some more, some more deliverance, some more freedom. I want to see some stuff. And I'm stirring myself. I'm like, Christian, don't, don't slow down. Don't get tired. Don't get worn out. Yet. It's time to refire and to go again. It's time to refire. It's time to stand up. It's time to live joyous. It's time to, to, to be salt and light in the earth. That's who we are. And, and religion sucks. Just getting together for religion, that's, that's useless. That's not going to do anything. It's what we do outside of these walls that makes a difference and glorifies God. Amen. Yeah. Second thing is it's action. The team can come if you would. It, it's doing something with the hope that we have. So the first thing is it's hope. The second thing is action. I like that Bartimaeus, the, the beggar, jumped up and threw off his beggar's cloak. He jumped up, even though that was his right to hold on to that beggar's cloak, and that's how he could get his, his livelihood. That's how he could get people to be compassionate to him. He threw it off. He said, I'm not reliant on this anymore. That's not who I am. That's who I used to be. But right now, I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. I'm going to live a new way. I'm going to rise to a higher standard. For me, it's like a woman crawling on her hands and knees, a woman that's got an issue of blood, that's a social outcast, that is depressed, that spent everything she had and got no more. She said, that's it. I know if I can get to Jesus, if I can touch the hem of, the hem of his garment, I know I can be healed. That's faith. He said, who touched you? The crowd's going, are you crazy? There's thousands of people around. What do you mean? He said, no, somebody touched me intently. Yeah. Can I encourage you to go after Jesus with some passion and some desperation and some determination? If you have to crawl over broken glass, if you have to humble yourself, if you have to make your way through people's feet, mud and slop and, and, and get to Jesus, do whatever you need to do this week to get to Jesus. And you will see Jesus turn to you and say, your faith has made you whole. Your faith has healed you. Your faith just activated the power of heaven towards your life. Answers are on their way. Faith is active. It's not static. It's Peter stepping out of the boat. He, Jesus, he said, if, if you want me to, call me out on the water and I'll come walk to you. But Jesus said, come. He could have stayed in the boat. But he stepped. Can, can somebody get out of their boat this way? 
Jesus is calling you out onto the water. Jesus is calling you out into the supernatural, spiritual realm where he wants you to live. Fear paralyzes us, but faith progresses us in life. Third thing is it's finishing with this. I think that faith is an attitude. Taking hold of your miracle, even though the symptoms may still exist. I want, it, I want us to get ticked at the devil who only wants to steal, kill, and destroy. Break marriages up. Crush businesses. Halve people's existence. Let's get ticked at the devil. Let's say, devil, if, if I read my Bible correctly, Jesus descended, descended to the depths of hell, yeah. taking back the keys of death and sin, and he rose victorious. <laughs> if, if, if I'm not mistaken, you've been cast to the pit of hell for all eternity, but I'm going to heaven. I'm, I, I'm, I'm not. Let's get some attitude and say, devil, rack off. Yeah. And can I tell you, faith is a language. The way you speak will tell me the faith that you have now. Start speaking, start speaking breakthrough, start speaking overcoming, start speaking more than an overcomer. The Bible says no weapon formed against you will prosper. It says, but thanks be to God that gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. 1 John 4, 4 says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Psalm says, delight yourself the Lord, he'll give you the desires of your heart. Can we stand to our feet this morning? I want to pray a blessing. I want to pray the power of heaven. I want to pray breakthrough. I want to, I want to pray a, a stirring of faith on the inside of you this morning. Because church, I want to live different. I don't want to just hand out hope bags. I want to be hope carriers. I want to be those that walk around in life shifting atmospheres, taking control of our lives and our circumstances, because the devil is going after your family and your friends. And if he gets a hold of them, they'll go to the pit of hell. But you can get a hold of them. You can speak life. You can speak faith. You can speak the promises of God. You can reveal a good and loving Savior to every person you come in contact with. Church, it's time to rise. Thanks for listening to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. For more life-changing messages, visit us online at c3noosa.org. If you've been blessed by this message, please consider partnering with us financially to see the work of God continue flourishing in and through C3 Church Noosa. God bless.